Lesson 59. One of the most challenging assignments I've ever had was photographing the entire permanent art collection of the city of Upper Arlington several years ago. What made the job particularly demanding was the fact that most of the art pieces were photographs that couldn't be removed from their original frames. This meant that I had to shoot them with the highly reflective glass of the frames in place. The purpose of this lesson is to show you some tips on how to photograph artwork and other reflective surfaces and how to avoid reflections and glare showing up in the images. If you've ever tried shooting subjects like this, you know what I'm talking about. There are products designed for copying artwork and so on called copy stands. These devices work pretty well as long as the pieces are relatively small, but you can still have issues with reflections showing up in the images. I discovered that shooting artwork and copy prints without the use of one of these is quicker, more effective, less restrictive, and certainly a lot less expensive. The first rule for successfully shooting reflective surfaces is to turn off your on-camera flash. If your flash fires, you'll end up with a huge white blob of light near the center of the image that will be impossible to remove, even in Photoshop. Instead of on-camera flash, you'll need to use an external light source. For this demo, I'm going to use one of my most cherished pieces of art, a series of paintings I did back in college. Since using on-camera flashes out, you must be able to provide plenty of light to make your exposures. I'm using two studio flash heads here, but you could also use continuous light sources such as tungsten studio lights or even everyday floodlights mounted on light stands. The important thing to remember is that the light sources must be evenly placed so as to render a faithful reproduction of the original art free of shadows and color balanced. Because Studio Flash is already color balanced, I don't have to worry too much about the colors being off in the final image. But if you use anything other than flash or natural daylight, you must either adjust the white balance in your camera accordingly prior to shooting or use Photoshop to correct the color afterwards. Refer to Lesson 17 in the app or Episode 8 in iTunes if you need to brush up on how to do this. Another tip for copying artwork is to set the piece up against a plain background and keep it at a perpendicular to the ground. I'm placing my piece on an easel resting on a tabletop with a white seamless paper background. You can use a plain white wall instead if desired. Because the frame must be slightly off the perpendicular in order to keep it from falling, I'll tilt my camera lens forward slightly to compensate for this deviation. You can even shoot the art piece where it is hung on the wall if it's feasible or flat on the floor and avoid these steps altogether. Once the piece is in place and secured, I'm going to adjust the lighting so that it has the same height as the paintings and spread apart on either side pointing toward the center. This crisscross arrangement will assure you of even illumination and avoid reflections of the light showing up in the glass. You'll have to fine tune the light placement until the reflections are no longer seen in the piece while still keeping the light even. Be patient until you get it right. Now that I have the lights in place, I'm going to see how it looks. If you look closely, you can see my reflection in the glass, particularly in the dark areas such as the tree. If I were shooting a piece that was basically dark overall, we'd see even more reflections in the glass. You can also pick up things in the background like windows and so forth. These reflections must be eliminated before you go any further. To get rid of all the reflections, I need to eliminate anything light and value that might show up in the glass. The tip for doing this is to shoot through a piece of black matte board or fabric. Because black absorbs light, it will not only block off bright light sources on the camera side of things, it will also suck up most of the light that is reflected off the glass itself. In essence, the black matte board will act as a scrim. 
To make my scrim, I'll take a piece of 32 by 40 inch black mat board and cut a hole just big enough for my camera lens to stick through it. I'm using a peanut butter jar lid as a template for my circle because it's just slightly larger than the diameter of my lens cap. To find the center of the mat board, I'm drawing diagonal lines and using the intersection point as the center. Now I'll place the lid over the intersection and draw a circle. Next, I'm cutting out the circle using a utility knife. Be sure to place a piece of scrap mat board under the area you're cutting and take care not to cut yourself with the knife. Now carefully remove the circle and flip the mat board over. I see a small area where some of the black is torn so I'll touch it up with a black sharpie. Now I'll check to make sure that the hole is the right size by poking my camera lens through it. It's just right. Now that my scrim is finished, I'm going to mount it to stands by using clamps. I want the hole to line up as close as possible with the center of my piece, so I adjust the height accordingly until it looks right. It's about two feet from the piece here. When I peer through the lens hole, I can see that there are absolutely no reflections in the glass now. The black scrim is taking care of that. Since everything looks good, I'm going to go ahead and mount my camera to a tripod and adjust it until it's at the right height to allow me to stick the lens through. Now I'll compose my shot until the frame is filled with as much as possible of the art piece without cropping any of it out. Now I need an exposure reading. I'm using my Gossam Luna Pro to determine the right f-stop for this shot. If you use a continuous light source, do the following. After you set your white balance correctly, set your mode dial to aperture priority and adjust it to around f8 or f11. This will result in a fairly slow shutter speed and good depth of field. Because you're using a tripod, you don't have to worry about any camera movement. After you take a shot, fine-tune your exposure as needed, and then you're home free. And here's the final product. Except for the shadow on the right where the paintings weren't quite flush with the mat board, this is a pretty faithful reproduction of my art piece. It's clean, the color is right on, and there are no reflections except in the frame. Well, that's about it for now. Until next time, goodbye. Mm -hmm.